Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. Once again, as always, I am your good friend, George Weedman. I also cool. have Jimmy Belikoff and Matt Visual with here. Um, with here, in here. <laughs> and uh, with here. this week, we, we're going to talk about... Um, a funny Time Magazine thing, but that's gonna come come out later. In the first <laughs> yeah, place, yeah, we need yeah, to do yeah. the chit chat first. We need to chit chat. What have you guys <laughs> been up head to? At? I'm I'm thinking ahead. That's what I'm doing. I'm planning ahead because I have a long night ahead of me. A five thousand word Witcher three review that I'm sure is gonna go over the thirty minute mark is going to be edited. Must be edited as soon as I finish this podcast. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of that video has got to get made tonight. I did the voice recording earlier. I did a little bit of um, camera work, too. Uh, and I'm ready to throw that all into the editing suite and just get cracking at the it for blunder. eight hours when I finish right. So I had my camera out. I made an on-camera appearance for a very weird reason that I kind of wanted to uh, briefly talk with you guys about. And that is um, because because I, I'm, I'm swallowing my pride and dipping into a sponsorship for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> I, I feel I feel okay to talk about it right now because this podcast will be going up after the video comes out, and I'll kind of be able to gauge right. people's reaction at that point. But yeah, what are you laughing about, Matt? What, what, what's so I'm funny? I, I just want I want to see I want to see what what's the response and stuff I, because this is like this is a way for YouTubers to actually make money, and people have this like very cynical look on sponsorships and it's it's selling out and all this type of stuff because they're like really misinformed but Mm. with your audience being so cynical all the time i just want (laughs) to see the reaction i really do i (laughs) I do i I just i just want (laughs) to see what happens and and because your, your comment section gets crazy the people start Posting paragraphs and paragraphs and theses in the comment section, arguing with each other. So it's gonna be great. I, I, I can't wait. It's not gonna even about be about the video. No, no one's gonna care about Witcher Three. Everyone's gonna be talking well, about the sponsorship. Well, yeah, yeah, they they will because <laughs> that's gonna be the first part of the video. Basically, I was told the um, company is Audible. I'm working with a, a middleman to have a deal with Audible happen. They wanted thirty seconds. If you know, I wanted to make. Lots, lots, lots more money than usual. They wanted right. 30 seconds in a video. I was thinking that Audible in particular makes a whole lot of sense because I, I can kind of sort of vouch for the product. Like I've been reading these Witcher books and they wanted me to recommend a specific book if I was going to go through with this. And I was like, oh, oh, that's easy. I'll just recommend yeah. the Witcher books. Yeah. And it's the the, the, the one the one. um kind of wrench in the plan was that they wanted it to be in the beginning of a video because advertisements perform better when they're yeah, front-loaded. Yeah. And so I was thinking, hmm, I could either break the review after like four minutes or so Ooh. and and like fade to black and make it like a commercial or I can basically substitute it for the pre-roll. Like basically turn the pre-roll off and have this play instead at the very, very beginning and that might keep it more separate from the review, but that also means that more commenters are gonna like focus on it because it'll be the first thing anyone sees in this video. Um, uh, d- I actually think that that is against YouTube terms of service these days. Really? They they recently made a change that doesn't allow people to use company logos and make like essentially a in video advertisement that's like replacing a pre roll. I I know. 
that was the end goal of it. I don't know exactly how it works, but uh, I know people were sort of more or less abusing the system with big brand deals by doing uh, pre-rolls and then not monetizing on ads. And so YouTube would get no money out of it, I guess was kind of the problem because it's their platform and they're essentially like selling ad space right kind of against terms of service um you could still do brand deals and stuff but i wouldn't i would recommend against the front loading it i think you should just integrate it seamlessly into the uh into the opening like speech just be like i blah blah blah, the witcher i've been reading the books as well also while i'm at it i had a paid deal for this like just it depends on the way it's done it depends on the way it's done. Like, you know, for me, if I got a sponsorship deal, I would probably joke around the whole thing and just fit it nicely into the video. But like if doing a front load, I, I second that. I, I don't know if that's going to work properly, especially when people go back and watch your videos. They're just going to get this ad. You know, I think they want to they want to get in. They want to get their their feet wet before. You know, you start saying, oh, there's a sponsorship because it would just be like a, a shock to them. And I think people will react badly in the beginning like that, I guess. Well, I the thing know. is, what, what I was 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 gauging was how much of a shock it would be to have it happen after the reviews already underway. Like what's going to happen is it's going to have my usual logo and then and then we're going to fade in with with an explosion effect that involves cashier noises and diamonds and blingy font that says, and now a word from our sponsors before I, the review proper begins. It still has like me in my chair talking about this, this, this product I'm pushing. I think if you are to do that, that sounds better than just a flat pre-roll. Cause that's still kind of in the video. What I would recommend is that you do that. But, um, like, like I said, integrate that 30 seconds into the review in a way where you can say, uh, like, now we're from our sponsors. As you know, I've been playing The Witcher and blah, 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 and I've been reading The Witcher books alongside of it to con- to coincide with the reviews and help me, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, kind of sort of explain that you've been doing the books. And I've been using Audible to do that, and so I was able to secure this deal with Audible where I'm pushing a product that I like and just kind of, like, be super transparent and, like... Yeah, sort of just honest about it. I think that would be fine. So then you could be talking about Audible for thirty seconds, but it, it doesn't feel like a at Audible dot com like kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like yeah. more of a natural thing, right. which I think is a better advertisement on their end. Uh, like I think you'll get more engagement that and, way. Anyway. And and that's kind of what I've already written and recorded. Like I feel good about it. But the thing that mm-hmm. you're mentioning something about YouTube's terms of service, yeah, not wanting people to replace the pre-roll and that actually worries me a little bit because i'm wondering where the the lines between that blend like i was on the Quotional podcast yesterday and they hosted this video on their channel today and it does that like as soon as the video starts if you have ad block turned off it will still play a pre-roll ad they manually edit it into the video file and it actually mm-hmm. is an ad like they didn't they didn't make it it's, uh, it's minus a squarespace also does that commercial as well. And they're huge. And they managed to get away with it. Um, but they still I mean, also have the YouTube pre-roll turned on. Well, here's here's the thing is that the channels that this was made to counteract are like several million subscriber channels. Mm-hmm. Um, for abusing, essentially abusing the system because YouTube's terms of service sort of ensure that YouTube gets a cut of money. And that's sort of subverting that. Um, 
I think if you keep right. the pre-roll, which is on, like guilty as charged. Like I'd rather my viewers watch the least amount of advertisements possible. So I I would feel really weird if I ended up turning on the usual monetization and then having this same ad play once they're done watching the other ones. But I think now, like, I'm going to have to roll this by my channel manager and research into the policy, as well as edit a 30-minute review tonight. Mm, yeah, good luck with that. Thanks. Um, yeah. Uh, are, 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 we, are we recording the podcast right now? Because I feel like we just got real. What? And no, yeah, we 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 did oh, the intro. Hey, hey guys, I didn't see you guys sitting there. <laughs> didn't see um, you there. <laughs> see I did. I saw them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't like say anything compromising, did we? No, 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 we, no, we no, didn't no, talk no, about no. Our it's butts. just weird. I'm not used to this type of talk on the pod <laughs> on this podcast. So it, it's it was it was just jarring us all. But so so what what else has been going on this week with um, you guys? I don't know. This is usually the part where we talk about playing video games, and I feel like I haven't. Oh, there we go. Oh, now the podcast that. is starting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, f I feel like I haven't played any games. Oh, like no. I at all. I streamed two nights ago because I was like, it was super late, but I was wired, and so I just turned on my stream and I played Roller Coaster Tycoon for two hours and the just original? Like, chit chatted with twenty people. Yeah. Yeah. The the <laughs> Did you make a Mr. Bones ride? No, um, I, I did get a comment the or a, someone in the chat showed up and they're like, "I'm here for Mr. Bones Wild Ride." But of course, um, of course, <laughs> the, the park that I was playing on, I'm I sort of have this like long term goal that I want to hundred uh, percent or I want to beat every map in the original Roller Coaster Tycoon, and so I'm on the easy maps right now, like the first column, and I'm playing one that I never Casual. played before, and it's such a it's such a fuck you map. Um, because the whole purpose is it's called Katie's Katie's World or Katie's Park. I can't remember, but you start with this like pretty successful park, and it's just like get your park value to fifteen thousand in, in by the end of the year three. And I'm like, okay, like not bad. I'm already have like eleven thousand to start with. This should be fucking easy. And then if you wait like two months in game without, uh, without you know like really paying attention, two different rides that you already have crash and kill people. And they just like fuck your park up, and it's like, oh, I see. So, <laughs> like, it's it's the first time that they really implement crashes as like something that happens for sure in the level. Um, because so I played it for like tw thirty minutes, not on stream, like a little while ago, and two coasters crashed back to back, and I was like, well, fuck you too, roller coaster tycoon. But um. I started a new version of it on the stream and I just deleted those coasters right off the bat and with the like $15,000 I had I made better rides and and yeah I pretty much did it the only thing I don't like about that game is there's no speed up so you just have to wait it out so every map takes like three hours like guaranteed and so yeah that that sounds okay though I mean a, a solid 30 hour uphill challenge is is probably a nice gratifying a uh, little, little, little clip to wade yourself through. Like, it's it's fun, but it's certain things. Like, okay, in Katie's Park, uh, it's fifteen thousand park value by year three. I'm at eighteen thousand park value, and year two's not over yet. I just want to fast forward to the part where I win because I won the game. I have right, like my park is is self sustaining. I literally need to do nothing, and it will just be successful for the next entire in-game year and that's like an hour worth of waiting <laughs> and so like i could just like 
put decorations everywhere and waste time, but I'd rather just speed it up to times four or something and watch stuff happen. Um, which I think they implemented in Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, but that one sucks, so... so um, yeah. This is... Uh, have you been playing the, the new one to come out? Or is this the new one you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the first you, one. You, you heard that the people who developed uh, Elite Dangerous, uh, Frontier Developments, mm. uh, they they release uh, part three on iOS. So, Roller Coaster Tycoon three. Yeah, that's. I mean. Oh no no. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah three on iOS yeah. That's weird. I, I that didn't was hear that about weird that. Moment. I didn't hear about that, but I did hear that Roller Coaster Tycoon Worlds. Is that's like a game that's in development, and I heard good things initially, and then the next because I, uh, uh, Brutal Moose, other YouTuber friend, um, he's big on on like PC games and stuff, and me and him kind of vibe on Roller Coaster Tycoon, and he got into some of the RCT stuff for RCT Worlds at PAX two years ago or something, mm-hmm. and he said it looked great, and the next year he got into another thing that was like a hands-on, and he said not as great. And so, I'm not too super hopeful about new installments of the game. Mm. I remember there being a lot of controversy over Roller Coaster Tycoon they made. It was either last year or a year earlier that was like kind of a throwaway mobile title. I'm looking yeah. at um, Frontier Development's website right now because I remember during E3 during the PC gaming show, they yeah. um, talked about a a theme park builder they were making. Which made me think that they were set in league to compete with Roller Coaster Tycoon, but it looks like they are making Roller Coaster Tycoon, and also a thing of their own called Coaster Crazy might have been the one. This might be similar well, situation to the uh, Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster, right? That one. That one. That's the might, one. Is that might be a similar situation to when that uh, that Skate game came out? Because mm-hmm. wasn't that Activision who made Skate? And they were also heading off they ended uh, up, the Tony Hawk series. I thought that was made by EA Skate. Was it? I thought. Yeah, I it definitely. Skate was Activision. Mm, no, well, I think never mind. EA I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking was, it up. Maybe it was. Who was the one who made two things in like the same genre? Was that Harmonix? Did Harmonix do both Rock Band and Guitar Hero? Maybe. No, I, I remember a while no. ago there was people from there was Guitar some, Hero left and made. Harmonics and made rock uh, band. All right, never mind then. Yeah, yeah, don't listen to me. I'm just. Well, well, no, you might not Thursday. be wrong either. I'm trying to think. EA has two, two World War II shooter franchises going on, and that's Battlefield uh, and Battlefield Medal, and of Honor. Medal of Honor. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. It, or it happens. If any, in any case, that works. So sometimes, we'll take it. <laughs> but it looks like Frontier Development is developing Planet Coaster as well as RTC3 at the same time. And I guess the thing is now is that maybe the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise is just so um, ingrained in, in the mobile space now that they're just making their own for PC. And I guess that didn't infringe on any contracts or whatever they'd have with the rights holders. Because mm-hmm. it just seems kind of weird that they would let them do that, like make a game for their franchise and then a competitor game for for different platforms unless there was that big of a separation in the market between the two like if they mm-hmm. weren't infringing on the other brand's customers by by making their own brand elsewhere 
Yeah. It, it, it seems a little weird. You know, you remember how awkward he was when he came out, right? And he yeah, like, it looked well, like he, he had a gun a to his, the back of his head. He, he, but he was, he's talked on camera before. The nerds were never the super cool kids. Dude, dude. And then they like start releasing like tutorials. <laughs> he doesn't wear shorts. We're getting to that. The we're fuck, getting, yeah. <laughs> you Sorry, were telling me earlier to hold back. I know. I couldn't resist. I know. And he, they released actually tutorials for the iOS games on the official channel, the the one that they had all the Elite Dangerous stuff on. So it's just, oh no, it's just the whole situation is a little weird. Yeah, just I mean, a little weird. The only reason that like the hell too. The the only reason that I'm not more upset about like Roller Coaster Tycoon not getting like a proper game in so long is because. RCT one deluxe and RCT two deluxe are pretty much the only games you'll ever need. Like, there's really nothing that those games don't just nail it on. So it's not like I'm left desiring more. Mm-hmm. I can still play Roller Coaster Tycoon two to infinity because and there's a map editor, there's like a pre-made coaster editor, so you can make designs in a like moneyless environment, and then like just have those designs in your back pocket for when you're playing the game you could be like oh i just need to pull out you know like the i don't know sky high the coaster i made a while ago that really fits the situation and it has a good whatever rating like that it has so much to do uh the second one's like so much more customizable and it has the decoration and like like that system you can really just like go off the rails and spend hours and hours making like beautiful looking parks and stuff and so i like i never had the desire to play three just because two pretty much summed it up for me but if they made like a better version of two that was four then i'd play it but i I, i'm not like mad that it doesn't exist you know yeah Mm -hmm. i i understand people still play that game like all the time i see threads about it pop up everywhere hmm um, Matt, what you been up to? I have been playing some anime inside of my media player. Some, right? some it's, it's, anime it's bullshit. It's some it's some game, right? I've been no, no. <laughs> I was totally gonna work that in. Um, no. Um, other than watching anime, I I, I was actually I actually got into the alpha of Rising Thunder. Yeah, I heard about. I heard oh about, yeah, I, I got a key for that from a fan. It's it's pretty cool. All right, so if, for people who don't know, Rising Thunder is made by the same guys who uh, who do Evo, and mm-hmm. um, they're trying to make a simple fighter. All right, so all your quarter circles, half circles, and all that to do your dukins and, and DPS and all that. Your dukins. They, they mm-hmm. mapped it all to a hotkey, so you you have cooldowns on your uh, special skills. You have three special skills that you can switch out, like a loadout. Like Call of Duty, oh yeah, comparison. Um, mm. So you have okay, so you have a a light, medium, and heavy um, attack. Okay, there's no there's no punch or kick. They're just attacks, and they're different for each character. Then you mm-hmm. have three specials, uh, which all map to um, each three buttons. So that's f- six buttons. Then you have a special button, uh, which does your ultra, and then you have a throw button. So eight buttons in total, which map onto, you know, a fighting stick pretty, pretty perfectly or, you mm-hmm. know, you can use a controller. So that is that is the simple, simple 
simple as it can be, basically. So all you have to do is learn how to link your combos and play the mind games and... I don't know. It's it's pretty fun so far. Um, there's yeah. a lot of di- like the combos. You can see the combos. Right. It's so it's so clean that you see. Okay, he's bouncing off the walls. I can do this. I can do that because the way how they have it set up, you can. Uh, I, f- I feel like the entry, the entry to I guess a fighting game is uh, kind of stretched out a little bit. You can get into it a lot easier mm-hmm. um, with Rising Thunder. Yeah, I, I heard a lot about that. That it's it's something that uh, is kind of coming into Street Fighter Five as well. Is this idea that it's like it's less about being able to execute very technical button combinations and like being like physically having like a physical prowess at that, and it's more about like your knowledge and your mind games and your normal game or neutral <laughs> game and stuff. And it's kind of, I kind of like that. I think, I haven't tried Rising Thunder. I think it might simplify too much, but that's just speculation because a lot of people I've been talking with say it's really good. And so, like, essentially what I've heard it's, (laughs) what I've heard it compared to is uh, it's it's going for the minimal route a la dive kick, but it's actually good. And so, I don't know. I'm interested in that. Yeah. To do to perform combos, you're gonna have to do them. Like it's not that easy. Like you, right? There's, like there's, there's still timing and everything. Yeah, but you don't have to integrate these like Z-shaped formations on the on your stick or do a full circle or three buttons at once or whatever. Uh, all you need is all you need is your eight directions, and that's pretty yeah. much it. And being able to dash. So you there is a kinetic. Um, two bars for your kinetic bar and uh, that made sense and that will allow you to cancel twice and will make your combos a lot uh, longer and right. do optimal damage and there's mm-hmm. like different combo sets for everyone and you can just keep finding more as they add more move sets to the game more specials you can do and you right. can keep switching the loadouts keep finding different combos so I like a game like that where you can just kind of like it's not like just oh this is the combo like it's all branched out and you can just mm-hmm. every loadout they come out with they they're just like different combos you can figure out and it's very satisfying to land it so you know where you see people doing these crazy combos in these competitions and you're like man this looks awesome i wish i could do that well this game allows you to do that um, right. If you know how to execute it properly, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. than doing quarter circles every two seconds. Um, mm-hmm. And it gets satisfying in the beginning, not like mm-hmm. after months and months and months, which I don't, I don't, you know, of course, yeah, I, I would love I to that. I don't have I the time. time for that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have the time to, to, to perform the same move over and over again in training mode. I don't have time. So this right. game is like right up my alley. And I guess that's why I like it for people who who have learned, you know, Street Fighter inside and out. And, you know, they don't want noobs coming in and beating them because, you know, now there's no barrier of, uh, of time. There's more about skill and when to attack in mind games mm-hmm. you know it kind of levels out the playing field so i can see people getting salty I, oh man you guys need to see this video of this guy getting mad salty on stream and someone mm-hmm. recorded it oh Dang. my oh, god rising thunder of rising thunder it's so salty like does, does he like get bopped by somebody who just picked up the game and then yes he just gets mad he dest- all right he destroys this guy 
And then um, this guy explains. He says he goes back into training mode. He practices. And then later that day, they meet up again. Mm-hmm. And he destroys the, the guy, destroys him. And he just gets so upset and quits mid-match. Mid-match. Wow. He's like, oh, he's just throwing <laughs> fireballs. He's just throwing fireballs. That's his argument. And he just goes on for 20 minutes. 20-minute video after he closed the game. Of just complaining and complaining, complaining. Uh, he doesn't know how to play the game. He's just throwing fireballs over and over again. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. You can see the That's... salts. Like, and he knows, like, video game terminology and everything. And he's just right. being so salty about it. That's that's my favorite, like... It's good. Shit guy complaint in, in fighting games. Like, you're just grabbing... Stop getting grabbed. Exactly. Stop you putting yourself in a position. Yeah. Like tech the grab or move back or jump and do like a jumping like attack to, to get in or use your specials. Do a thing that stops me from doing the same thing over and over again because I have no reason to stop doing it. That's like fighting games in a nutshell. Like if you're getting hit by fireballs, maybe start not getting hit by them. The, you know what? A you know what, everything. Matt? If, yeah. if you see me playing Lucina in Smash... And you think I'm spamming that counter? Oh, shut up! Then just shut grab up. me. Shut it's it's up. leaving me wide oh. open for grabs, and you never do it. I hate you, George. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't get that salty though. It's okay. You don't, just don't, got that salty. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You could cut. You could edit that out, right, Jimmy? You get it nope. out. No, you've been exposed. <laughs> okay. The people are aware of your <laughs> sweet salty lies now. It's, a, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We we need to do more Smash nights. I need I need to I need to make sure I come over Saturday. Oh yeah. I, so yeah, that's well, what I've been we'll, playing. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> I have been playing The Witcher as usual, but I don't want to go on and on about it as as I always do. So Very instead, so I'm going to talk about something amazing that I discovered two nights ago. And no, I know I, I know. I don't know coming. if yeah, Jimmy knows. Every, Jimmy knows. Everybody, if you've been on Twitter, <laughs> then you should have seen this. <laughs> Like, from anybody you follow. <laughs> Matt, do you know? No, I don't. Is this the Sonic Peens? Sonic Dreams collection, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so, I see Peens on the, on, the, on the dock here. That's because so. Jimmy is a dingus. <laughs> <laughs> he's, Whoa, he's do not search Peens. He's editing it out right now while we're talking. Dude, there, you there you go. Did you literally just search Peens? I searched Peens. Okay. Do you not know what? Um, guys, don't search that. <laughs> Don't, yeah. Don't, okay. No. Don't instead, search, search Sonic Dreams Collection. Alternatively, type in your URL bar of your browser of choice, Sonic dot exposed. It, it yeah. will redirect you because apparently exposed is is like a domain surname now, but yeah. it will take you to a password field entry. It was nothing else on the web page whatsoever. Type in Grandpa, hit enter, and you'll see this like sensationalist tabloid. About how how these hidden Sonic games got got leaked out this year from from the super pro hacker group Arcane Kids, which which should lead you on if you know what that is. I I don't know. Um, do we do we know what Arcane Kids is here? I I don't know. They're they're a indie game collective that kind of puts out like super duper weird low poly joke games. Right. Like they did okay. um Makes they've sense. done one legitimate game and that was Zenith. And then they mm-hmm. did Bubsy 3D. Bubsy goes to the Lewis Terrell art retrospective exhibit, which <laughs> which you might remember from from 2013. 
but now they're following that that crazy deal up with with Sonic Dreams, which is amazing with how much of, of a metagame it is like the whole experience of typing in this weird ass URL and then this weird ass password for grandpa what to to <laughs> download a game is is a little a little bit more effort than than you know the weird indie <laughs> experimental games usually take so you load what it is up. Oh, yeah, yeah what is the URL again because I'm top typing in sonic dot exposed and it's not working for me sonic dot just put sonic dreams exposed and it's the first thing that comes up it, but I want to do the URL thing because that's cooler I'm 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 gonna <laughs> hedgehog.exposed. Wow, I've been oh. saying the wrong thing this whole time. Okay. Okay. Just, just so so for everybody who was having the same problem I was for the <laughs> sorry, past sorry. three minutes of the explanation, it's hedgehog.exposed. That that Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah. Super terrible looking website. I love it. So so you download this this mysterious looking game from this mysterious looking website and it's a, a Sanic joke game. There's there's like an OC Sanic creator. I think I ended up with David the Hedgehog. It randomly generates something the Hedgehog and and you have sliders for your color. You can make some some very disproportionate limbs and hands floating off of this guy. But the real meat and potatoes is a a video editing program that starts making fun of like the weird sonic sex fetishes out there on the internet. Oh, like ooh. there's um Sammy. A, there, there's scenes that reference really weird specific stuff like rebirthing and vor and then <laughs> forced eating fetishes. And it gets like very, very strange mm. and and enjoyable because you can hook it up to your Twitter account and spam your enemies with it. It's great. Um you can just like weird sonic shit all over everyone's wall. It's very gratifying. But <laughs> this, the, the the next cool thing that I want to talk about with this thing being kind of an interesting metagame is um there's a fake MMO inside of this called Eggman Origins, where when you first load the game up and click Eggman Origins start, it says no network adapter. And you're like, oh, it just must <laughs> given the nature of the rest of the program, you might think, oh, it's just another joke to throw in the pile. But no, as it turns out, if you if you explore the contents of the game folder files that you download, you will find an exe for an Eggman Origins server app that actually <laughs> opens ports on your computer and starts a a server for this MMO they've developed that only works locally but still like functions. Like when you when you double click on this executable, like Windows Firewall will ask you permission for this program to to Dang. to use itself. And then oh. you can open up the MMO and play around and and load up the game, but I've never like seen that happened before. Like maybe because I haven't played NetHack or whatever. I guess like Fez kind of got into that sort of meta gaming puzzle element where Files on the soundtrack CD ended up becoming relevant for solving game puzzles. But this was a case where starting up a separate game application altered the functionality of the original game software. Hmm. I thought that was super duper neat. Yeah, this this is like I I haven't watched any videos on this, but I've seen enough of it on my Twitter feed to know kind of what it's all about. I do love love this website though. Oh yeah, there's a lot to love if, here. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've I've clicked through all of the other tabs at the top of the website. Um, it starts you on leaks, and I did like if you click tails, it's just like this weird anime picture of like a tails Gajinka and and tails. If you click Sonic, it's this really high res 3D model, <laughs> pic like picture of a 3D model of Sonic, and like 
if you like zoom in it like has the level that he's in reflected in his eyes and it's really creepy oh my um, god the fans only section is a leaderboard of some sort that i don't know and then the forums is the best because you could just put a post on this forum and there's it's just it starts you at a page ticker at this at the top that just shows all 305 links to 305 pages of this one single forum and every post is in comic sans <laughs> oh my god it's gorgeous this this is like uh, isn't this, it great I mean, I hate to say this, but this is memes, and this is memes done right. Yeah, it's it's really cute. the The very first forum post on page three hundred five at the very bottom just says, "Great job." Yeah. <laughs> Favorite character, Roke the Bat, winky face. And and this is implemented in the game. Like the game will have links that say, "Sign the guest book, join the forums," and when you hit them, it minimizes the game and opens up a um a browser window for for you to take part in these dank memes. Yeah. I, I, I think it, for as much as like a stupid, weird, like deliberately disturbing uh, uh, joke and dig at Sonic fans, this thing is like I really, really dig or, or dug rather the experience. It took like an hour, but oh man, it was it was a hell of a trip. I laughed. I cried. I shuddered. And I also said, oh, that was neat. Yeah, this is uh this is great. I'm just looking through these forums. Sorry. It's like I'm slowly being a lot sucked of, in. I'm finding a lot of great this stuff. This is great. I like this one. Uh, all of this post is blank except for the name, which just says death. And the post just says, I didn't know. I didn't know. I feel like there's a story behind that. Like, I feel like that's meant to be said like, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is wonderful. It is. It is. I highly recommend people give it a shot. Once again, that's hedgehog.exposed password yeah. grandpa. Yeah. Oh, and another weird thing about um the, the metagame aspect of it is that uh, in order to open up the server application and play the stupid fake MMO, you need to kind of do a little bit of password cracking and dig around in the game for hints and try out different passwords until you hit the right one it's mm. super neat mm. it's super neato yeah uh, <laughs> another another mvp forum post uh all caps i downloaded the game but it isn't working instead there are bees <laughs> uh, oh man this one has every field filled out with fuck so that's good that's 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 how you know it leaves an impression. <laughs> oh, I love uh, this! Just adds to the website. This this comment at the top of page one sixty seven is just all caps, all caps the letter A, and it, of course scrolls out of the box and off screen. I love it. I love it. I love that's, this site. You're really going deep, man. I'm just clicking around to random pages and looking. I'm all right, I'm off the site now. Okay, I'm, I'm done with that. Oh God, I just uh, saw one that said why going out of the frame and off the page yeah okay so that that's that's our adventures for this week it's, it's yes it's, it's it was it was a good one um we're gonna come back after taking a quick pee break to get into what is that and a word from our sponsors the bush spring water from the bush audible.com 
Blasting out of the 21st century comes Mega Man, a super warrior robot combating the evil robots of the notorious Dr. Wily. Suit up with Mega Man each week as he joins forces with Rush, his faithful robo-dog, and Roll, his robotic sister, as they battle Dr. Wily's superbot villains, Proto Man, Guts Man, Cut Man, and all his other evil creations. Don't miss Mega Man, the superhero of the 21st century. Sunday at 11.30 a.m. on KTZZ-TV. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Ooh, right in there. We in there. Yeah. Right in there. We we in there. Okay, so yeah. very, very brief. Very, yeah, yeah. Oh, we before okay. Before we get okay. in, I feel like a complete idiot because I played Splatfest this last weekend. Right, Ooh. right. Yeah. And I just completely forgot about that. I got to do that for the first time. I played in a Splatfest. You know how much I was been complaining about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I got I finally got to do that. And then I was an idiot and I broke my Wii U gamepad. And so I only got to play for like three hours total. Wait, so you haven't done but a single Splatfest despite being the world's salty? biggest I was Splatoon fan? First one was on July 4th and I was out of town. Mm -hmm. Second one was during SGC. Were you, were you super salty and you threw your, your, your gamepad to the floor and it broke? Is that what happened? Pretty much. Yeah, actually pretty much. Oh, oh, for real. See? Yeah. Saltiness, man. Yeah. It destroys lives, so, man. Yeah. Be careful. So I, I well, I was just gonna yeah. say congratulations. I'm glad you got to finally do something you wanted. The 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 splatting was actually very fun. The the fest oh, yeah. was cool, I'm, and I enjoyed I'm, what I'm, I got I'm to play. Sorry that also that your thingy broke though. Yeah, it's my fault. Also, the new Splatoon update is fucking amazing. What, if what you guys are to get in, well, they added a private lobby mode, so you can just like yeah. choose whatever map whatever game mode and play it with your friends and you can like switch weapons in the lobby and everything they allow you Holy to switch shit. weapons in the lobby and rank that, stuff that's so. that's exactly the only problem people have with this game mm -hmm. i mean it's still got some issues but it's not nearly like it's much it's much more accessible for people who were complaining about it now it's like it's great that's all i wanted to say splatoon's great go buy splatoon okay it looks like it's still 50 dollars. i'm adding it to my cart literally as i speak Tweet me a picture of your copy of Splatoon that you bought after I told you to buy it okay. this week on the podcast okay. with the hashtag, hell yeah. Uh, let's hell see, yeah. I gotta sign in. What's my password? Yeah, anyways, um, also, <laughs> I have I have one, one very, very quick uh, thing I want to say before we get sure. into news, and that is, I might have been talking to my channel manager in another window... And he says I should be fine to to turn the pre-roll off and just just go with the audible. Well, I mean, like I said, it's they did this to combat channels who have like several million subscribers. I highly doubt that YouTube would be like George Weedman. Like they're not going on me. Get in here right now, <laughs> young man. Oh man! All you have to do is make another video and saying you know they did something wrong, and then all of a sudden yeah. everyone will rally up, like you know. Unknown. Speaking of which, you you were uh, you were mentioned in uh, in the Jimquisition on uh, on yeah, fuck Konami. Yeah, I heard I heard the mention. It was, it was it was I mean I can't like complain. It wasn't like a super big deal though. Well, like he was just listing off all the things that they did. Right. It, it was just uh, it was just weird that <laughs> that like that's a thing that happened. It's still surreal to me. <laughs> it's I'm sure it's, it's probably surreal to you as really well. really weird when I was at SGC. Like, that's how people know me now, apparently. Like, I'm the guy who single-handedly took down Konami when Konami's <laughs> doing okay. Like, we're actually... That's yeah. a news story 
on the list. Konami is doing okay, according to reports. Konami's doing okay. Uh, actually, yeah. let's let's go ahead and jump right into that one before before the, the first one. Because yeah, we've already segued. So um, Konami has reported a profit growth of one hundred and sixty percent from Damn. a. Uh, Dang. Well, that's it's, it's so okay. This is a news story on on a website that's that's called gamingmedia.eu that apparently is not working very well right now. But basically, w- what this kind of is is like the upside of of all the terrifying PR disasters that have been happening over the past year regarding this company. They've been stepping mm-hmm. away from AAA gaming to basically cut their costs because AAA gaming is stupidly expensive. Right. Metal Gear Solid Five is the last like traditional AAA game that they have on their slate. They yeah. they're, they're also putting out some console games for for underneath the Yu-Gi-Oh brand, but I think besides mm-hmm. that and another PES, that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah. they still want to do stuff for for handhelds and also mobiles because of course it's it's cheap. As we right. all know now, they're also doing a hell of a lot of of. Pachico machines, right? Which, yeah. which Pachico mines is is also cheap and yields high profits as well. Because I mean, you could just basically reskin one game that barely has any gameplay to design in the first place yep. onto a brand that people walking into the casino will recognize and and give their money towards. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah. If if it's been breaking your heart, knowing what's happening to your favorite game, Konami gaming franchises is nothing good, then know that it's cool. The co- the company's doing just fine. No matter no matter how many leaks and rumors get spread about shitty things they're doing to their employees, they're fine. They're okay. No one yeah, can single handedly bring down Konami anymore. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, like I. I it's not like this is even super new. Like, apparently they've had a Contra pachinko machine for a while. Oh, yeah, that, that was in my video. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's like, this is just a company that I'm never going to purchase a game from again. Probably give them less reason to be in the games industry, like the the video games industry, at least. Really, though? Like, this is something that kind of, like, conflicts me. Like, when I hear fans say that they're going to boycott, I'm like, but what if... Metal Gear Solid 5 is really good. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm completely uninvested in any of Konami's uh, series. Okay. Unless they put out, like... Unless somehow, through some miracle, they do, like, a HD version of Castlevania 1 for the NES that plays exactly the same, but just has, like, godly 16-bit pixel art or something. I would, I would buy that, but I would make a lot of... I would do a lot of research at first to see exactly who worked on it and everything um and you know what fuck them i might even pirate it i don't even i don't fucking care okay honestly i am a pirate yeah oh yeah (laughs) did you know that there's that that song from lazy town was covered by a pirate metal band called alestorm fucking awesome yeah, it's really good. Ailstorm. Ailstorm's really good. Yeah, listen to Keelhauled. That song is fucking awesome, and Ailstorm is fucking awesome. That sounds that sounds kind of amazing. So I just needed to take that take that to a lighter place for a second. I 
I, I, I found a version of the story on a website that actually is online. Gamesindustry.biz has the same thing. Mm-hmm. They specifically quote from Konami that um, it's 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 their online payment system with the My Club game mode of winning soccer eleven fifteen, which is PES mm-hmm. in the U.S. That's been seeing their strong revenue increases this year. Mm. Like, like, not even necessarily. I don't know. The, the last big Metal Gear release was last year, so I don't exactly know what I was thinking. But if they're talking about the fiscal year, which which would begin in March, when did Ground Zeroes come out? Mm. Let me check. It might have actually been March, so it might not necessarily be part of this report, but either way... March 18th, 2014. Right, right. Yeah, March it 18th, might have barely yeah. missed the deadline for whatever counts as a fiscal year then. Uh, but you know what? Either way, that just means, guess what? Metal Gear doesn't matter anymore. Silent Hills doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Soccer games still matter. That's like the only one. And and even then, it's it's the online microtransactions of said soccer games with with this online payment system and whatever my club is supposed to be that's that's what's making their money and so so you know they don't make more expensive stuff and keep reaping in the profit from from other smaller cheaper throwaway things that that, that don't necessarily yeah. mean anything to us yeah i mean this is one of the stories where like my takeaway at the end of the day is whatever they're gonna do fine. I hope they do fine somewhere else. <laughs> Fuck Konami. Okay. Well, I don't know. Like, what if you go to Japan and for some reason you want to go to a gym and it's a nice gym and later on you find out it was one of the weird Konami health clubs? <laughs> I'd probably stop going to that gym. What if? What if? It goes that deep. <laughs> what if? What if one deep, of the huh? janitors who who cleaned up your sweat off of the workout equipment? Oh gosh, was was one of the original programmers of Castlevania on the NES? <laughs> then I would feel very bad for him, and I would still not support the company oh, that he's no. trapped in. Leave him a good tip, yeah, and then go. Oh, a wow. good tip to him will be start a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey now, hey, what a, what a weird world we live in. As as further evidenced by this this ridiculous Time magazine story, have you guys seen this thing? Uh, no, yeah, I've, I, I've read snippets, and that's all I needed to hate this. That's all you needed to hate it. That didn't the really take long. Joy. I can't believe that leak still works. Oh my god, I can't believe how ridiculous this cover still is. Oh my uh, gosh, what is this? Some generic white boy flying in midair. That's, that's Palmer. Like you're not wrong, but that's also Palmer Lucky who. Who founded oh. Oculus, and he, oh. he was the one in the Kickstarter video. Is he, like, in the green screen? Is that what they, they, they did? They hang <laughs> him up. not even in a green screen. They just photoshopped him there without green screen. Somebody spent a long time to make that yeah, thing. Yeah, a long time, because it's pretty clean. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty clean. I don't see any, new, any edges on that booty, so. And I just want you to know, Matt, that this is the first you're seeing of, of this meme. Uh, this is a meme. That picture of him floating oh. is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. People have photoshopped it onto other things. My favorite, one of my favorite ones, is the 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 screen cap from the Castlevania Pachinko Machine trailer, <laughs> where the like the laser or whatever it is fucking flies between that girl's boobs 
and but instead of a laser, it's him flying. Through. It's so oh funny, gosh. like a tiny version of him. Uh, well, I mean, look at the endless anyway. possibilities. The yeah. virtual reality it's in brings such a to good us. pose. Yeah. So what we were talking about, in case you, our beloved listeners, didn't know. Sorry, I got the hiccups. Um, Last week on Thursday, the day we were recording on the 6th, Time Magazine put out a ridiculous cover story about VR. And the cover is something else. There's some quotes that are something else. But to to describe the cover, it's it's Palmer Lucky doing like this weird jump or or tiptoe ballet pose. Um, on a beach <laughs> on, on a beach like he has blue jeans and, and a collared yeah. shirt and and an oculus rift headset with yeah. with like his weird and he's not wearing shoes too that's and that's like a, a some like weird personality quirk of this guy they specifically mention in the article but he doesn't have shoes on he's floating in the air wearing an oculus rift with a giant cable trailing behind him yeah. flying above a beach yeah. And it's like it's good, a, a steady Getty Images <laughs> version of, of a beat. Like, the, everything about this cover screams Tim and Eric to me. Like, it does not look like a real thing. <laughs> it, yeah, it definitely looks like a Tim and Eric sketch that was screen capped. Like, like and replace the word time with like Tim and Eric season two DVD collection. And it would you wouldn't even bat an eye. But since it's Time magazine, holy shit, this, this shit is embarrassing. So what this is, yeah. is a cover story about um, Palmer Lucky founding mm-hmm. Oculus and, and causing a ruckus in the world of, of the ruckus. technosphere, written specifically for the old mainstream audience consumers that Time Magazine has to, has to write their articles from. And I mean, I've read impressions from people saying it's not poorly written. It's just like the demographic they're forced into writing this stuff for means that they can't, they can't save the content and make it not look embarrassing like yeah, this the, it's it's truly embarrassing is a good way to describe this article the 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 quote that J- jimmy you were riffing on this earlier yeah the, it's the quote the, the quote there are many more but the one that that got me was was palmer lucky isn't like the other silicon valley nerds he's a nerd all right but not the kind who went to a top-ranked university wrote brilliant code or studied business plans he's cheery and talks in normal sentences that are easy to understand oh my he was homeschooled and though he did drop out of college it was california state university long beach where he was majoring not in computer science, but in journalism. He prefers wow. shorts, and his feet are black, because he doesn't like wearing shoes, even outdoors. He doesn't look like a guy who played Dungeons & Dragons so much as a character in Dungeons & Dragons. First of all, uh. well, for, well, first of all, that's where the quote ends. That's the infamous one. First of all, he looks nothing like a fucking character in Dungeon Dragons. As evidenced by their own cover. Fucking yeah, he's wearing like a polo shirt and jeans. And the last Dungeons and Dragons characters you saw that fucking wore polo shirts and jeans. I hate this article. Hard leather combat boots. I hate stuff like this. Makes warps my mind. So every time I meet someone who who doesn't know and they say like this stuff that they say on TV about violence in video games, I like cringe and automatically get like not defensive, but just like 
roll my eyes and walk away, you know? Right. And I, I, don't, yeah. I don't give them the benefit of the doubt, which is terrible. But, oh. So, so here, here's another gem. Headset. He prefers shorts. <laughs> he prefers shorts. They're comfy and easy to wear. Yeah. Headsets will start going on sale this year, and competition will increase dramatically through 2016. At first, they'll be bought by hardcore gamers and gadget geeks. They'll be expensive, as much as $1,500 with all the accoutrements. And that's like... Like, I, the, the writer's right, right? It isn't accurate. The thing is... Whoever the, the writer saw a headline saying that an Oculus Rift and VR ready computer might cost up to $1,500 and then inferred, oh, that must mean that the Oculus Rift and whatever you need will cost $1,500. The article that they're that, that this $1,500 quote is floating around in, and specifically I say the article because they have not released a price for the Oculus Rift, is referencing a computer, right. a gaming computer that would be able right. to make the most of it. Yeah. That's like saying it, it's the same thing as saying like if you want to play Crisis, the computer you you need to buy costs three thousand dollars. Like yeah, if you want to run Dual Titans in it, it's going to cost three thousand dollars, but you can still play Crisis just fine. It, yeah, it, it'll be you will turn your settings down a little bit, but you can still play it on like my computer. I don't know. It's 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 silly. It's silly and dumb, and I hate 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 this article <sighs> well um for the oculus rift you're gonna need to run in the higher frames uh, because if you don't oh, yeah. then you're gonna mess up your you're gonna it's gonna really hurt your eyes latency so causes you motion sickness you decent computer for sure but, but like i said i mean turn the settings down and you can run it at 60 frames with just worse graphics <laughs> the I common see theory how that looks like is that 60 frames per second is not enough to, to prevent yeah. disorientation and motion sickness with a VR Over headset. Over 120. I'm Believe still, it or still not. not sold by VR, so I'm not too, well, okay, too worried get this, about it. Get this. Um, you, might, you might find yourself even less sold on VR when hearing another quote, and that is mm. that... Um, uh, do, do, do. I'm trying to figure out how to paraphrase this because it's two paragraphs. <clears throat> Unlike Google Cardboard or anything else you can buy right now, the HTC Vive requires you to hook up to a computer fast enough for gaming and for you to be physically attached to that computer with a wire and to strap on a pouch and to put a little laser sensors in the corner of the room. In return, you can get out of your chair and unvirtually walk around the virtual world you see through the Vive goggles. So you got a few sentences, and meanwhile, Jeff Barnett, who has worked on the project from the beginning, isn't worried. He says, Sell your dining room table and eat over your sink. If you have a pool table, get rid of that. Get a Murphy bed. People are going to find a space. You have a space for your car because you have the th have this, have to have the superpower of getting downtown in 20 minutes. So yeah. they're, they're talking about like clearing out a room in your house to be the VR room where where mm. there used to be whatever rec room I guess mm. rich people who aren't me would would right. have their or pool table cuz I mean I don't know about you Matt I know Jimmy's not sold on it I'm I'm super duper giddy about I, the I Oculus Rift not necessarily the HTC Vive where I have to walk around the house but this whole this whole thing about hooking lasers up around your room and walking around like that's not I don't. I don't think that's gonna be like as easily adaptable, or adapted, as, as as this writer and whoever they're quoting might think so. Like, sell your dining room table and eat over your sink. Like, that's some some get a second job to afford the PS3 quote right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I pretty much 
my thoughts are known on the on VR. I'm just not gonna get into it probably. Uh, yeah, I I I've been into it since like the beginning because mm. it, it's, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, <laughs> I I I've tried it out a few times at packs and stuff. The the higher dev kits as well, and it's 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 pretty fantastic. I, I don't know, like I guess it's because I dream about this type of stuff, and mm. um, especially like I the first thing I'll do once I get one will be to play a uh, a game that actually supports it properly like a, a first party support not like oh i'm gonna put it in skyrim you know like no i'm gonna get something like um elite dangerous and put that on you know you're sitting down all the time and basically what the oculus rift do is just enhances the experience not like like oh i'm gonna have to wave my arms around no 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 i'll use my keyboard and mouse or whatever i mean well my joystick and right. I just want to experience being in space through that. And, and there's a lot of cool things with Oculus Rift that I'm, I'm going to enjoy, like the tours around the world. A lot of stuff, but yeah. The porn. Um, <laughs> no, no. That, yeah, that's sure, probably going to sure. sell the Oculus Rift. That's probably going to sell it like you. You say case. no, but you know, Dude, yeah, right. you know, you know what's Listen, going on. I, all right, wait, wait. Because because I watched a video of this guy recording himself reviewing first person porn. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it was the most awkward thing ever. Okay. Like the well, the guy wears the camera, and of course he blurs out the naughty bits, and he the guy wears the camera, and things are happening around him. Obviously, you know the things. Things are happening, right? and you can look around the whole room. And, and, and see what is it okay environmental it, storytelling why am i the yes. one that they explain this why it's gonna be it's gonna be the de-rester of porn um is it uh <laughs> is it a situation where this is like a 3d rendered like loop and or like cut scene of it's a cutscene and you're porn. on the track i think but it is but it Ooh. is like it is like a 3D thing, not like a filmed thing, there right? There are filmed it's, things. They exist. Right. I, it's 3D. I, it's 3D. Okay. So you, there's some depth okay. there. It's a. I think it's a 3D camera that this guy wears. Okay. Because, well, also... Oh, you're, you're, you're checking in? Wait, I'm, check, I'm thinking... In? No, I'm... Oh, I'm, okay. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm still confused. I, I think... I'm not sure if we're on the same page. I mean, is it like a... A digital you video game world. Around. You cannot walk around. No. But is it, is it a live, so live action with actual yeah, human that's beings, what I'm or is it like character models? Uh oh oh live action. It's live action. Okay, that's what I was asking. Oh no no yeah, no, 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 is, no no no! It's live action, <laughs> so, my friend. Yeah. This yeah. is what you, people have figured out that like if you use a panoramic camera, they can film yeah. at like a 180 or 360 degree angle, and then have have your Oculus Rift look at like a a 90 degree field of that you can head track mm. around the camera's field of view and mm. and like vr films have been made i don't know if vr pornographic films have been made but w i'm sure it won't take them any time at all because when no. i was at gdc there was some kind of cross-promotional vr film tech demo <laughs> going on with game of thrones where they had little demos where you could wear the headset and they would walk you around like a medieval fantasy set from the show that's cool, yeah. And oh, so, okay. I thought I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> okay, I, I'm just imagining yeah. like it. It could be some kind of gimmicky new medium for for all Watch sorts of audiovisual of industries to to play with or porn. Yeah, 
I mean, like, mostly porn. Let's just face it. <laughs> Dude, it is but the that's... largest industry ever. Like, it's, oh, it's going to sell. It's going to sell like hotcakes the if, if they do it right. The only I thing mean, is that, not porn. that that is rich porn producers producing porn for rich porn consumers, <laughs> which is like <laughs> an Ouroboros of desperation. That's like a sliver. I think that as soon as we get like a low end VR, that's just like super cheap, then maybe it'll happen. But I don't see it going anywhere just be- and not, not immediately just because of how probably not super a lot of people are going to be owning a vr on release well you know maybe i'm wrong maybe there is according to time magazine it'll be it'll be originally adopted by 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 the super hardcore fans hardcore gamers and gadget geeks that's that's, that's the word they use gadget geeks it's not necessarily objectively wrong but God, Time Magazine, why don't you speak normal and in ways that I can understand? Because you're not a 60-year-old grandpa. It's like they live in a different world entirely. Mm. Yeah, and it's always, like, shocking to to get that wake-up call. It's like like a bucket of ice. Yeah. You you look really wet and slimy and embarrassing when, when you're done, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, it's like I it's like <laughs> I had a little family get together this week and of course at one point the talk turned to politics oh. and there were so many people being there were so many things that were said that were positive about Donald Trump and I was very very uncomfortable. And it was just one of those like oh shit people actually people actually think that. Is it bad mm. that I don't pay attention to politics? Is it bad? Oh no, I don't I don't pay attention almost at all. I'm going to vote this year just because I don't want Donald Trump to win. <laughs> I don't after I've seen if it so comes, many shows. If it comes down to him. that. Yeah. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh. But, you, but we're not we're not going down that rabbit shocking hole. Shocking controversial all I had to say. opinions are being dropped here. Uh, oh, it's already yeah. been dropped. Check, check your inbox, Jimmy. The, oh. the Donald Trump defense force is going to be going to be on your tail now. Defense force. The, the, the game trumps. The ga- oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not the so game Trump. trumps. Yeah. And hey, we're Trump. the game trumps. I love that uh, Jim Sterling retweeted Donald Trump last week, and the tweet was just like generic tweet about video games causing violence, and it was just laughable. It was like, <laughs> I saw that we one. need to stop these video games. <laughs> it was They're from causing violence to kids. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. I thought it was more recent than that. That's so funny. It, it's going to be but, so weird to see people run for president. Who have an internet history. I mean, he has... He's like... He was like a meme before the internet existed. He was like... A pre... I, I almost said predatory, but like a pre-dating meme. <laughs> that, I don't know, man. I mean, the the word meme, it's it's been around a while. I, just, I mean, okay. I don't, I don't know he if I want to be that guy. He's an offline meme. Which is... He's a Because the Richard Dawkins definition of meme is is like basically any kind of cultural symbol that that pervades over time and spreads between multiple like like every single word of a language is a meme. We are memes. Okay. Everything around us is a meme. He's the modern definition of a meme, but before that modern definition was coined to the way that it is now. I, I did say I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm afraid I became that guy. You became that guy, and I don't agree with you. I don't. You don't respect agree that. with me. I don't like. Oh, oh man, oh man, it's getting it's getting hot. It's getting hot in here. 
I'm not voting for George this year. Google search meme and see the first thing that comes up. The word meme was coined by Richard Dawkins in 76 as an attempt to explain the way cultural information spreads. Don't. Oh, gosh. Here we go. See, see, this is what we're going to. I can't wait to see these types of comments because George is the exact same way uh, when you put out your audible thing. It's going to be great. Resident Evil 2 is confirmed to be in development for a remake, (laughs) according to Capcom producer um, um, Hiroyuki Kobayashi. I watched it. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> thanks. Thank, th- thanks. 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 Wait, let, let me find Iwata. that name. Really. Is it? I don't know. So, I can't, why can't I not find this name? All right, whatever. I don't care. Uh, uh, you did it right. It was good. I, how, how do you know if I did it right if you don't know what the name is? Okay. No, I'm, lo- I'm looking at it. It's, uh, it is. Hiroyuki Kobayashi. Yeah, you did fine. Hiroyuki Kobayashi has confirmed that Resident Evil 2 is uh, being remade. Sweet. Which is interesting. I mean, well, yeah, I know. Everyone got really super excited over this, and I don't want to be that guy again. Oh. But, I mean, there's, like, Uh-oh. things to worry about. I mean, not not a lot of Richard, things, to be fair. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but Richard Dawkins already remade Resident Evil 2 back in 76. So... <sighs> We don't really have any particular details on this remake, besides the fact that it's basically just been greenlit and that it it exists, it is being worked on. That's what this announcement more or less amounted to. Now, Mm. a lot of fans are super duper excited that it might be a remake style remake. That is more or less... Like remake. Right, right. The same game, but given a whole new set of assets and a whole new engine to polish things up maybe some some gameplay additions that don't necessarily replace original features that were in the game but but complement the original features that were in the game mm. but you know it's 2015 it's it's been like 12 years since remake it's it's mm. hard to imagine capcom is very different nowadays they're they're going to be making this project without hideki kamiya or shinji mikami or or like much of the original team surprisingly enough i looked up the rap sheet of Hiroki Kobayashi, and and it did seem legit. He came into Capcom as one of the original programmers on the original Resident Evils and The Devil May Cry mm. and a whole lot of J- Japan-exclusive games I've never heard of called Sengoku Basara. So uh, I, Name sounds familiar. I'm checking out this wiki page while you go on. Go on. I mean, I mean it, it might be in good hands, maybe not. The only thing is, I just... You know, in my usual bunny hop routine, don't really want to get hopes up for for something that might not make good use of those hopes. Mm. But other than that, I mean, it's like, how was this done? What's that? What what, was this the one where he's like, oh, are you guys interested in this? And it was like a Twitter post. Is it was was that is this the one that? It happened to you mean the announcement the announcement well yeah he or, or how they I, decided it might have a lot to do with the good sales of the remake remake and also okay. the positive reception they're remaking um re02 as well which mm. which you know no one everyone was like oh just re0 it's one of the mediocre ones but at the same time i mean i guess people would have been more angry if they announced re7 at this point Rather than than one of the the old school classic ones, it seems like there's a huge amount of fan backlash against the direction the series has gone in, and they might be focusing on remakes now for a while, as opposed to uh, I mean main mainline sequels. Like, I think after five and six, I, it's 
it's at that point in there where like I don't know if it's safe to want them to do a new game because of their track record of fucking right. it up more and more with the last couple. Like if they came out with another Metroid game that was as bad, if not worse than than other M, then I'd be like upset, you know. And I probably wouldn't have any faith for them to do which, Metroid, which and I'd just be, be like, just remake Metroid One again. Right, right. And I feel like what might have happened, like RE6, if I remember correctly, sold okay. I think they got about two and a half million out of that. But when it comes to game sales, like it's hard to tell what, how how many of them were just from pre-orders from people right. who didn't know, like right. who, who didn't wait for the reviews of the day. Like when they release we're, a game and see it get a Metacritic score in the 60s, like they mm. know they have to react to that. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that might be what's happening here. They're they're just like, oh god, what did we do to Resident Evil? Maybe we should just keep using the franchise, but not necessarily risk risk another another bad move with it. While yeah. while we still have things kind of sort of on not necessarily a critical high note, but at least a financially viable one. Yeah, I think they should just remake uh, five and six and replace all of the audio tracks with the mansion basement from director's cut oh gosh and then they'd probably be better games um you're, you're yeah, really, you're really how many think so. yep. how many remakes <laughs> have they made because i feel like that's all i've been hearing about or or is it because oh, yeah. we, we had this you know era on tlvg where we just talked about remake no no it's, it's a real thing and you know why I re- right i just i forgot about that. we're, we're remake, in our mid 20s we are nostalgic and now have disposable income. This happens to every mm. generation. Mm. Mm. Remember when you were growing up and watching cartoons on Cartoon Network and they would play commercials for... Dragon um, Ball Z. No, you, you would be watching Dragon <laughs> Ball Z, but they would be playing commercials for like uh, Time Life audio collections from the 70s. Yeah. Because 25-year-olds no, of I that time who had... Who had disposable income that's the time period they grew up with they have fond memories for the products from their youth mm. if the same company is still around and still has the licenses of they will do what they can to sell it back to them mm. now that we are we are in our mid-20s and have disposable income we we are seeing new dragon ball movies being made new star yeah. wars movies new jurassic park movies and and Every, games pretty get much remade. new everything that already existed <laughs> new, new Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> new Super we don't Mario talk about Brothers. New Fantastic Four movies. Why? Why? Why can't? Hey, <sighs> God. more like Fantastic Snore. Uh... <laughs> Snap! <laughs> Got him. Uh, there was. This, I guess, might be kind of interesting because there's a hell of a lot more time in between them remaking two and remaking one. Because mm. because when you play two, like it, it does seem very much ingrained in in the '90s. What a lot of people might have forgotten about is how gosh darn short the game is. Like one of the scenario, one of the two scenarios is literally four hours. And I mean, nowadays people made as much of a stink over like Gone Home being two hours. So so I just can't wait to see a lot of new fans who don't know popping in this RE2 remake I'm, if they don't lengthen and strengthen yeah. it a lot and being like, well, <laughs> $50 for a four-hour game? Yeah. What is this? Ground Zeroes? 
as as they they slurp around in their in in their pool of of video game anger. Yeah, Th- saliva. that's the noise. Saliva. Yeah, foaming at the mouth. Yeah, but yeah, no, we're 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 a prime market for for remakes. That, that's like what was happening when they were making Vice City in two thousand three. It was it was eighties nostalgia. They never yeah. really went away, but but Vice City was one of like the first things to capitalize on the very same phenomenon that the Sorry Two remake is capitalizing on. <sighs> I mean, Nintendo's been doing it for a while. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what's gonna happen in in ten years though. We're going to get uh, Pokemon Gen 5 remakes because in five years we're getting Pokemon Gen 4 remakes. Yeah. But go on. We're, well, that and also just remakes of stuff we don't even know. We're, we're just not going to be able to know what pop culture is anymore because at that point they'll be remaking the stuff that was cool to kids nowadays. Dude, you like know minions. Be devious? What's that? Be, What's that? Oh, I can't imagine a remake of Minions. That's a weird idea wait but 10 years it might happen i can't wait for like i can't wait for the the recent tmnt style gritty reboot of me of minions where they're all played by like like brawny men with weird yellow body lips. paint <laughs> why mm. did you focus on the lips dude that's the, what's fucked up about the new teenage mutant ninja turtles have you seen the photoshop of the new tmnt as is and then with the, like the old school movie like like beak face. Oh my god! I googled it just now. Right. Uh, the lips no, it, fuck mm. everything up. They make it look so fucking weird. Yeah, you're totally right. They have like ear to ear mouths. Like like half of their head just folds open to be their mouth. That those mouths are way too big. They look like they'll especially for weird lips and weird turtle people. This is like the second time too they've changed the design for the kids. Um. TMNT, I guess if I just search lips, that should happen. Right? Oh. <laughs> I just searched for a new TMNT. Whoa, what the heck? I, I just got here. I just got the movie, okay. and that's disturbing. There, there's, there's the. Oh no, 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 that's not here. I have the the back and forth image. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Top part is the Photoshop. Bottom part's actually in the movie. Oh. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! The bottom one looks um horrifying. I, I don't know. It just looks unnatural. It looks like a gross human being with green skin whose face has been like like Bethesda style stretched out it, sideways. It, that's 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 a vagina. <laughs> wow, George. I mean, that, that is a facial. That, that there is a vagina where his wow. mouth should be. Facial vagina. It's a so no trademark. Let's too. get it by the weed out man. Let's that. get out. Let's get out. We, we gotta go. We gotta get day. out of here. <laughs> They're hot on our tail. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the we've, facial we've, vaginas. We've, we've gone long enough. We have. We have. It's time. It's, it's time to, to do a, do a flip out the window. <laughs> yeah. I think I was like in the middle of something, and then we got on that teenage mutant ninja turtle thing, and I just derailed because oh I remember the God. lips and. <sighs> 
<laughs> I like I like that one. That was that was good. Yeah. All right. It's let's good. let's let's end on this low note because that's 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 how Shh. things work out well, right? Yeah. Sure. I, I, I just don't understand. Every time we end and we we like, I see this community section. I see this <laughs> outro, and so I'm like, what is? Why don't you just erase it? Like it's just just erase it. Might it might be useful someday. It's nostalgia's sake, okay? Just, someday we're gonna get a gritty uh, reboot of the end section in the community questions. It's, it's, it's like it's like I come to your place and I see your desk, but like. It's just dirty in this one corner, and it's just like just just wipe it off. There's like there's like a glass of iced tea. Yeah, yeah, the same iced tea I saw a week ago. Like, dude, I don't come into your house and and <laughs> criticize your. Oh, that's the same GTA Five cutout as last time. <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt Visual, where can we find your your exploits on the internet? Oh, I don't have a clever one to say this week. Uh, YouTube.com/slash okay. Matt Visual. Uh, yeah, I, I I do do reviews and and comical stuff there. There, just go ch- check me out, sons. Yeah, and daughters. Some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Daughters. <laughs> Mr. Mr. George Weedman, where can we find your YouTube.com slash bunnyhopshow. I am attempting to put together a massive review about The Witcher as as a media franchise. You know, specifically focusing on the third game. But the big the big grand finale to, to my adventures will be will be up hopefully tomorrow afternoon. Which will be Sweet. Friday, which will be the day after this or the day before this podcast comes out. Right. Good luck. And, and Jimmy, what about where you, can Jimmy? we find your stuff? <laughs> you can find me at youtube.com slash thundergamer. I feel like such a dick now. <laughs> I asked you and you didn't stop. Um, yeah, you can find me at youtube.com slash thundergamer. Uh, link to my gameplay channel is in the side of that because for some fucking reason, youtube.com slash thunderplays does not exist. Neither does google.com slash plus thunderplays, which is how you do the Google plus thing why put a plus in a url you fucking idiots but anyway um <laughs> neither of those exist but i can't claim them as mine so thanks google you should thanks, totally YouTube. just email youtube they're totally approachable right i don't know i know people with contacts maybe i'll get it it's not a big deal go go watch my video games also if you want to support my anger about youtube uh head over to patreon.com sunder oh yeah if we're that one's nice and easy to find. If we're doing the support thing now, um, I will have a referral link under my video towards Audible. Um, any any clicks on that link will actually help out the endeavors of supporting the channel. Maybe if I can do this like Audible thing once every other month, I might be able to quit my day job. We'll see. We'll see. Dang. And yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it, it'll be a link to a free audiobook too. So I mean, you know, how much how much is at stake really? Just just get on there, grab The Witcher, get out if you want. Maybe stick around for the rest of them if you like it. But you know, I've actually been meaning to uh, to get my own Audible thing going for a little while. Maybe I will use that for a free trial. Oh board. oh, please, you will be supporting the channel. I will. Thank you. I will. Thank you. It's a good channel. And mm. and with that with that done. Let's uh let's let's wrap up so we can all, all right. get to work on our channels. Yeah. Don't forget to rate us five stars on iTunes if you listen on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just give somebody a high five <laughs> and think of us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye guys. Have a have a good week, everybody. Bye. 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 Fuck you. <laughs>